Axis Mundi. Hello, friends. Before we jump in today, wanted to say thank you to all of you for your support, all of our patrons and uh, people who reach out to us. Uh, we are immensely grateful, and you uh, definitely make this show go. In the new year, we're looking forward to uh, continuing the show and doing it three times a week. But uh, we're basically in a place where we need to continue to uh, raise revenue and and uh, raise money in order to do that. For Dan and I, uh, this is a passion project. It's something that takes up a lot of time, especially, especially for me. I'm the writer, the producer, uh, the interviewer, uh, the editor, and all of those things. And so uh, with a newborn and uh, with job responsibilities and all kinds of other things, both Dan and I are basically staring down a, uh, a scenario where we need to kind of figure out how we can balance all of those obligations with the time it takes to do this show, uh, not just once, not just twice, but three times a week. And so um, if you have not uh, thought about becoming a, p- a patron yet, um, please think about that today. Or if you would like just an ad-free experience without having to sign up for Patreon and all that stuff, you can find that uh, in our show notes as well. It would really help us and uh, allow me to focus on content and to interviewing uh, great scholars and journalists and to formulating uh, further uh, series and, uh, and, and documentaries. And if none of that's possible, we, co- we totally understand. We would hope that you would uh, perhaps stop by uh, Apple Podcasts and give us a review. Um, it helps us out immensely and share all of our stuff on social media. Uh, that helps too. You're listening to an irreverent podcast. Visit irreverent.fm for more content from our amazing lineup of creators. Hello and welcome to Straight White American Jesus and the series... You're Not Welcome Here, which explores uh, issues of identity, identity politics, how these relate to culture. My name is Dan Miller. I am Associate Professor of Religion and Social Thought at Landmark College and one of the co-hosts of Straight White American Jesus and the host of this series. Straight White American Jesus and this series are hosted in partnership with the CAP Center at UCSB. And so, as always, I want to thank them for their support uh, and their help in, in allowing us to do this. As we continue this series, we've been talking about a number of things related to identity and identity politics and what identity is and how identity politics works. Uh, And I've argued that identity is a fundamental sort of irreducible element of political political and social life. And I want to continue in this theme today, this vein, but I want to begin with a story. uh, And it's a story about me as an older brother kind of picking on my little brother a little bit. And I'm, I'm sure he'll love this. But once upon a time, uh, I, I, I like to wind my brother up, as lots of siblings do, and I know sometimes what can do that. I got him real wound up by calling him a yuppie, uh, and he took great exception to this. And, and you know, we have to understand a little bit about him, right? He's a big, burly guy. Uh, some of you listening will know who he is, what he's like. He's super handy around the house. He's outdoorsy. He is uh, not what we might think of as as a foodie or a hipster or any of those kinds of things. He's not even an urban type, right? The young urban professional, he's not an urban type. He's much more at home in a small town or a mid-sized town or something like that. And so he got really, really upset when I called him this, and I knew he would, and he's not really a yuppie, but I was just kind of just trying to wind him up, like I said. But why would I call him this? Well, he's also well-educated. He's a medical doctor. 
at the time, he was living within commuting distance of a very kind of hip, cool, major city. And not just commuting distance, but, you know, you'd have to commute by ferry. And, like, what is more yuppie-ish than having to take a ferry to work? And that sort of thing. And, and he got really, really upset about this and pushed back and told me what I was and all these other things. And we, we had a good time with that. It was just me giving him some good-natured ribbing. Why do I tell this story? I tell this story because it's silly and it's trivial, but it highlights the dynamics of recognition. And this is a word that I've used a number of times uh, in this series, but we haven't really dug into it. We haven't really defined it. We all use this term of recognition as if we have a sense of what it means as if its meaning is obvious. But in fact, what I want to suggest is that recognition is a really complex concept. We tend to think of it, if we think about it in terms of identity, we say we recognize somebody as fill-in-the-blank identity, that recognition is just a matter of seeing, right? We just sort of observe the social and we see who or what people are and we, quote-unquote, recognize them accordingly. But recognition is about much more than just simply seeing or observing the social. Recognition is an active process that shapes us and it shapes the social world in which we find ourselves. And there are lots of dimensions to this. The dimension of how we recognize ourselves, our self-recognition. I'm going to talk about that a little bit today, but we're going to, we're going to focus more on that uh, in the next couple ses uh, sessions in this series. But recognition has to do with how do I recognize myself? How do we see ourselves? But also, how are we recognized by others? How do others see us? And maybe just as importantly, how do we recognize others? How do we see them? Who do we understand them to be? And related to this, we have to remember a point that I've, I've made a lot of times by now. The idea that recognition, when we say we recognize somebody as that it's fundamentally about how we categorize people and how we organize the social. That is, we organize the social by more or less fitting people under certain labels or putting them into certain boxes or containers, if you like, right? Uh, if you categorize something. That's what we do. We fundamentally categorize people. And by doing this, we organize the social. We make sense of the social, of who's who and who I am and how I relate to them and how they relate to each other and where we all fit. So recognition is about how others categorize us. How do they place us within the social? Where do they see us fitting? It's about how we categorize them. Who do we think they are? Where do we see them fitting? Where in society do we think they belong? And it's also about, and this is the really, really key idea that we're going to tease out for the next few episodes here, it's about the degree to which we do or don't recognize ourselves as others categorize us. In other words, they attribute a certain recognition to us. They identify us in a certain way. Do we identify ourselves in the same way? Do we recognize ourselves in their identification of us? And vice versa, when we categorize other people, we identify them in a particular way, do they recognize themselves in that way? Do they see themselves the way that we see them? Thanks for listening to this free preview of our Swag episode. In order to get access to the full episode and so much more, 
Become a Straight White American Jesus premium subscriber by clicking the link in the show notes. It'll take you like two clicks, I promise. In addition to getting access to this episode, you'll have access to the entire Swag archive, over 550 episodes. You'll also get an extra episode every month, ad-free listening, Discord access, and so much more. All that for less than six bucks a month, and it helps us keep our flag up and continue to safeguard democracy from religious nationalism, extremism, and rising authoritarianism. Check it out. It's not hard, I promise. 